know, it's difficult to look at what is happening to Rudy Giuliani right now and not think for a second that had he not gotten involved with Donald Trump, literally none of this would be happening to him. In case you haven't been following along this week, the judge overseeing the defamation lawsuit against Rudy Giuliani filed by two Georgia election workers, uh, the judge went ahead and issued a summary judgment saying Giuliani is liable for the defamation. It's still going to go to trial, but the trial is only to determine how much he owes those women. So the judge already said, yep, you did it, but we're going to go to trial. The jury's going to decide how much you have to pay them. And that of course is just the latest in a long string of humiliations that Rudy Giuliani has suffered ever since he hitched his wagon to Donald Trump. Let's not forget the federal investigation that Giuliani was under. Ultimately it resulted in no charges, but he was still investigated for well over a year. His associate Lev Parnas, you know, was, was taken down in that investigation. Giuliani is losing his law license. He's being sued for harassment from a former staffer. He's got this defamation lawsuit. He's got the defamation lawsuit from the uh, voting machine companies. And of course he's under indictment in Georgia. Now it's safe to say, had Giuliani not gotten involved with Donald Trump, nearly every single one of those things wouldn't have happened. The harassment one, you know, that's kind of a separate deal. Trump's not involved. We'll see how that goes, but you remove that one. And you look at all of these other legal problems Rudy Giuliani is in, not one of them would exist today. Had he not tried to become attorney general of the United States? Cause let's not forget. That's what this is all about. Giuliani after Trump's election, but before he was sworn in was confident. And I think even before the election that he was going to be the attorney general of the United States. He wanted that from Donald Trump. So of course he went all in for him. But then after he didn't get that gig, Giuliani didn't walk away. He didn't just say, oh, well, best of luck to you. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. No, Giuliani kept doing Trump's dirty work for him. And in many instances, as we now know, didn't even get paid for it, but put himself in legal jeopardy under the false assumption that when Donald Trump gets back in office, he's going to give you a high ranking position again, most likely attorney general of the United States. Now it's also important to remember that Chris Christie basically was on that same path. Chris Christie wanted to be attorney general. And as soon as Chris Christie didn't get that, he turned against Trump and became the person he is today. You know, still a hard right Republican politician, but just one that hates Donald Trump and didn't go get himself in trouble for it. Giuliani didn't go that path. He could have, but he chose not to. So it leaves me to wonder with all of these problems Giuliani's facing, you know, basically destroyed whatever reputation he may have had as the hard nosed prosecutor that took down the mafia, America's mayor on nine 11 person of the year that year. All that is gone. That is ancient history because of him trying to get something from Donald Trump. So again, I, it begs the question for me, is it that Giuliani is still being strung along by Donald Trump? Like, Oh, Oh, if I get back, I'm, I'm gonna give you something. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to. So Giuliani just keeps falling for the Lucy with the football trick. 
Or does Trump have dirt on Giuliani that has caused Giuliani to continuously stay by his side, even as Trump screws him over time and time again? Because those are basically the only two options at this point. Either Rudy Giuliani thinks he's going to get something out of it, you know, in the end of this, he'll be rewarded, or Trump is sitting on information that could damage Rudy even further. I am firmly convinced it is one of those two things. I don't know which one it is, but it has to be something pretty significant for Giuliani to throw his entire life down the toilet just to do Donald Trump's bidding. This week, Sidney Powell filed a motion in court in Georgia trying to separate her case from the other 18 co-defendants because, according to her filing, she barely even knows these people. That's right, Sidney Powell, in a court filing this week, tried to claim that, listen, she's got nothing to do with these other folks. She, she didn't file any lawsuits on behalf of Donald Trump or anybody. So, you know, she shouldn't be involved with them because as she says, she, she really only had ever had contact with like two or three of them. And you know, that wasn't even much. Now this filing obviously left a lot of people, the prosecutors, the judge, and of course, legal scholars across the country kind of scratching their heads. Like, what, what, what are you, what are you even talking about? Like that's, that's patently false. We know you were in meetings in the white house where these plans were discussed. We, we have witnesses that place you at the scene. You were the one who paid for the guy to go down to coffee County and copy the data off the voting machines. Like, how are you acting? Like, I got no idea who these people are. Donald Trump never heard of him. This is just part of what her filing says. Contrary to widely publicized false statements in the media, Sidney Powell did not represent Donald, uh, President Trump or the Trump campaign. She had no engagement agreement with either. She appears on no pleadings for Trump or the campaign. She appeared in no courtrooms or hearings for Trump or the campaign. She had no contact with most of her purported conspirators and rarely agreed with those she knew or spoke with. So, I mean, even the few people that she did talk to, she didn't even like them. Thought they were a bunch of idiots. So how can you indict her when she didn't file any lawsuits on behalf of Donald Trump? Now, <laughs> she's either desperately running out of defenses or she's painfully stupid. Sidney Powell has not been charged with filing lawsuits on behalf of Donald Trump or the Trump campaign. Like that's, that, that's not, that's not like you're making arguments for something that you're not being indicted for. You may as well throw in like, Hey, she never walked into a store and took something without paying. Cool. That's, that's not relevant to anything you've been charged with. <laughs> you're charged with being a part of the overall conspiracy to get Georgia to throw out the election results by pretending there was fraud and your involvement in it, whether you agreed with everybody else or not, you are the one who sent the dude down to coffee County to copy the voting machine data. And you're going to sit there and act like, Oh, I, I didn't know what the campaign was doing. I was just doing this for fun because she continues in her filing. It cannot be disputed that Ms. Powell went her own way following the election 
and she never reached an agreement on a course of action with any indicted or unindicted co-conspirator, and certainly not any three illegal course of action. You went your own way. It just so happens you're to have us believe that your own way just happened to intersect with what Trump and his people were doing down in Georgia. Interesting. Interesting. Now, Powell will have the opportunity to make this claim in court, unless of course the judge just dismisses it outright in the hope the judge doesn't do that. Let her and her legal team walk into court and explain this to you. Because again, everybody's very confused about what the hell she's trying to say when there's so much evidence to prove that she's lying. Let them go into court and lie about it. Let them go into court and fall flat on their face. Don't just issue a motion say, no, I'm, I'm dismissing this motion. I want to hear them say it. I want to hear them actually try to argue with Fonnie Willis on the other side saying, Hey, she wasn't involved with any of this. And then have Fonnie Willis say, okay, well, let's read what the, uh, witnesses have to say about her involvement. That would be primetime gold to me. So again, hopefully the judge does not just outright dismiss this motion because I think we all deserve a little bit of clarity about just what the hell Sidney Powell is talking about. So this week, in addition to all of the other legal problems that Donald Trump has kicking around, we were once again reminded that he is facing a $250 million civil lawsuit, he and his sons, from the New York Attorney General Letitia James. And we were reminded by that when Letitia James came out with some court filings this week, one asking for a summary judgment, alleging that Donald Trump inflated his assets by $2 billion one year. And the second reminder we got was, uh, when the transcripts of his deposition were released. Now, everybody that's talked about these transcripts has basically highlighted the fact that Trump says he was too busy being president to commit crimes because he was saving us from a nuclear Holocaust. That's what all the headlines have been that I've seen, but they've overlooked one very important part of Donald Trump's deposition. And that is the part where he throws his own son under the bus. Like media, y'all did a terrible job covering this. Cause you're like, Trump says he prevented nuclear Holocaust. No, Trump said Eric Trump was the guy who did all the fraud. That's what he basically said in this deposition. Now let me read you the full statement. Here's what Trump said. He was asked by Kevin Wallace, a lawyer for the attorney general's office. So you were too busy for the company. And Trump responded in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you can say it. It's another way of saying it. I was very busy. I, I was, I considered this the most important job in the world, saving millions of lives. I think you would have had nuclear Holocaust. If I didn't deal with North Korea, I think you would have nuclear war if I weren't elected. And I, I think you might have a nuclear war now, if you want to know the truth. Now that's where most media outlets have stopped with it. Cause like, Oh, Trump says he was too busy averting nuclear disaster to commit all the fraud that his company allegedly committed. But you got to go a little further because then he said this, my son, Eric is much more involved with it than I am. I've been doing other things. And I guess you could say on something major, whatever, but I've been much less involved in it than over the last five years, five or six years than ever before. My son, Eric is much more involved with it than I am. 
He didn't say my sons because both Eric and Don Jr. were supposed to be running the company while he was president of the United States. He didn't say my kids. He didn't just say other people. He was like, Eric Trump, that guy right there, he is the one who was in charge of things. He singled out the one kid as like, hey, the company was committing fraud. I mean, this guy was in charge. I was over here talking to North Korea. I want to say it's not surprising that he threw his own son under the bus, but there is still part of me that reads that quote and it's like, oh my God, you really threw your kid under the bus. Now there had been speculation, by the way, for months and months and months with this particular trial. I think even Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer said it. They all predicted Trump will throw his kids under the bus to save his own skin. And I believed it, but it's one thing to think he would have the opportunity to do it and another to read it in the official sworn deposition transcript. Trump was under oath when he said this. So here's where things are going to get fun in the near future. Cause this trial starts in a month, folks, that clip of the deposition will be played in trial. They're not going to read the transcript. They will play the video. That's, that's what they do. And sitting in that courtroom, Donald Trump, Don Jr. And Eric, Eric, is going to see his father. He is going to hear his father throw him under the bus. I don't know how Eric will react, but that is exactly what his dad did. He was like, Hey, I'm a busy guy. I was saving the world. Eric, he's the one you need to be looking at. Probably, probably going to make Thanksgiving this year, just a little bit awkward. Don't you think? Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fair and balanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fair and balanced. <laughs>